Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, with Thanksgiving on Thursday, uh, everybody's really focused on what we're thankful for. Uh, and here at my talk, we've learned of a family that needs our help um, because they lost everything in a house fire. It's a family uh, named the Garcia Torres family. They are uh, from Arlington, Minnesota, and we've been uh, talking about them throughout the day. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. And I just, before we even get to our guest, want to say thank you to everybody who has, uh, you know, reached into, you know, into their pocketbooks and, and felt from their heart the call to go and, and donate money on the GoFundMe page for the Garcia Torres family. Um, we here at My Talk have a some money that we will be giving to help with temporary housing and and, uh, groceries and some food items and clothing for the family. And we just thank you all for meeting us and helping as well. And now we would like to... I just did want to say that um, we have raised over $14,000 with just under 300 people donating. So we, you know, set out with a very small goal and my talkers, as they always do, came through and um, will continue to come through during the day because this particular... Just put yourself in the place of a family dealing with losing everything just before the holidays and... um, you know, this is a moment that we can all stop and reflect on how thankful we are this this Thanksgiving season and um, how thankful how how that thankfulness can actually help um, people who don't maybe have as much as we do. So thank you to everybody who's who's contributed and we'll give you more information on how you can donate later. But to get to right to the the uh, interview. Yes, we have on the line uh, Joy. Kempinek. She is a special education teacher at Sibley East Elementary School that's in the Arlington Gaylord area. And Joy has actually worked very closely with the youngest member of the Garcia Torres family uh, as a special education teacher. Hello, Joy. Hello, how are you today? Good. It sounds like you're a little under the weather, maybe. No, I'm it's just in my voice, unfortunately. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you so much anyway for taking the time to talk to us. I know um, no this has all come together at the at the last minute, and we're so grateful for your insight. Joy, can you no can, can you tell us a little bit about um, first of all your um, involvement with the? It's the youngest uh, son of the Garcia Torres family, and his name is Mayer. Yes, um, Mayer was my student for six years from kindergarten through fifth grade. Um, And then this year he transferred over to the high school um, where he'll be in, or the middle school for sixth grade. Um, In my classroom, excuse me, in my classroom I have lots of different um, kids with disabilities. My ear has an expressive disorder also where it's, um, very difficult for him to speak, and 
And um, so I can't imagine what this fire, uh, to not be able to express how he feels Mm -hmm. after going through something like this. It's just something that's just heartbreaking for all of us. And and he's 12 years old now. And and I understand in the years that you've been working with my ear, he has had some some pretty big progress and and i think that it's not hard to consider then what then Mm -hmm. might happen emotionally uh to a person who already has some challenges when now they've now now they're going through the loss of truly everything Mm -hmm. their home and all of their belongings and their family pets um can you you know can you speak to a little bit about the progress that he's made and, and and what you know what this may feel like for the family Certainly. Um, when my ear came to um, my room when he was in kindergarten, he wouldn't speak at all. Um, he would come up to me and he would say, hi. And that was all I would get. Oh. Um, for years, it got a little bit better and got a little bit better. He was reading when he left my room last year. Mm. Um he he speaks he he tries to speak i should say he speaks in one one word utterances um he makes jokes um he loves to play cards he likes to play a game called junk oh, yeah. where it's um where you go through um the cards and you'd put the cards in order from one to ten yeah and it's a sequencing game and he just hates to lose that game oh. they called him the king of junk because oh. <laughs> he just he just loved it so much i love it and uh you know obviously as, as you mentioned colleen and um you know we've heard um today this is a very difficult situation so uh, i imagine um you know getting that family back to a stable place is not only as uh, important as it would be for any family, but especially um, for a young boy who's who's um, dealing with some of those right. issues. I can't imagine how difficult it would be to lose everything in a minute. Yeah. yeah. But then to not uh, to have a processing disorder yeah. where it's difficult anyway to process the world around you. Yeah. Um, Everything is gone for you, for him now. Yeah. Everything that was stable to him, except his family, mm-hmm. thank God, uh, is gone for him. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I would imagine that it's extremely difficult for him to process what has happened to him. Yeah, and you know, and I even add to it, and and this is sort of an extra piece of the puzzle that um, at the time of year that we're entering into the routine of school because there's now a holiday break, um, the family is displaced from mm-hmm. their home, and and now the school day won't be happening as normal because the routine, the routine of school is broken when there's a holiday. Um, right. And so so now going into this extended time off from school mm-hmm. with all of your comforts sort of gone from underneath you, um, you know, and, and, and the family is staying in a small hotel room. There's six of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can only imagine that now more than ever, um, the, the my year specifically, the youngest of this family, the Garcia Torres family. Uh, is probably reaching for, looking for anything of comfort 
um, just as they all are. Um, but the routine is all is all messy right now. Right, the comfort as well as the familiarity with yeah. his surroundings. Um, he's in a place uh, with his family, but they're not in in their hometown, mm-hmm. yeah. which is here in Arlington. Um, so it is quite difficult, I think, for him to process and for him to be able to understand really what's going on. Yeah. And thank you for also pointing that out, because I think I had forgotten to mention um, that the family, though they live in Arlington, the place where they've found temporary housing for now is in a hotel outside of Arlington. So they're not even in their, you know, really in their immediate community. They're not in our community right now. No. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it doubly hard. Well, Joy, thank you so much for sharing this with us and with our listeners. I think it really does help listeners understand why this moment is so critical for this family and for um, a boy like Mahir. He's a wonderful boy. And excuse me, I just first of all wanted to thank your radio station for reaching out and for caring about Mahir and his family. And I just want all your listeners to know that if the roles were reversed, Mahir and his family would do everything that they could to help anybody else. Mm. They really would. Mm. And so just thank you so very much for all that you've done. We appreciate it very, very much. Oh, thank you so much, Joy. And thank you for uh, helping us uh, get to know the Garcia Torres family a little bit better through through your, um, your connection with the family. And um, you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you. You also. Thanks, Joy. Thanks, Joy. You know, what Joy just said there at the end just reminds us that, like, we are a community. This is a, we are a global community. Um, And even though the Garcia Torres family, uh, we we all haven't met them directly, you certainly can see the devastation that they are living through right now, having lost everything in a fire, um, including but not limited to all of their belongings, their family pet, and the whole structure that they called home and now are displaced outside of that community in temporary in their temporary housing situation. So we're trying to do our best as a group to help them. And as she said, they would um, be the kind of people who would yeah. help anybody. Of course as well. they would. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As we would be. And if we were in that same place, um, you know, we would be grateful for any help that um, people provided. And that's exactly what we'd ask you to do. Now, all you have to do, um, if you were moved by the conversation we just had, is to head to mytalk1071.com. And uh, right there on the homepage, there is a link. Uh, that will take you to the GoFundMe page. We've raised over $14,000 for this family, and they literally lost everything. Their home, their pet, um, their safety, their, you know, familiar, all of their belongings with, you know, the exception of um, very little in the clothes on their back. Um, so if you could take a moment uh, today at some point and make that contribution, that would be wonderful. And thank you for doing so. People are starting to make contributions. If you do, I, I do just want to say, if you have any problem connecting with the link on our page if you simply look up um the name valerie villa um if you put that in the search bar at the gofundme website you should be able to get right to it otherwise just keep trying back at our website and you should be able to get through yeah uh when we come back on the colleen and bradley show um i wanted i I had an opportunity to watch something i've never watched before in my entire life last night and i think everybody needs to watch it at least once in their life it's the Star Wars holiday special. Yes. And I want to tell you about it after this on My Talk 1071.
Well, in the event, by the way, if you're looking for a way to get to the GoFundMe page, if you're having trouble with your link, we've been having a hard time sometimes connecting with that page. You can go to the GoFundMe page and just search Arlington, Minnesota House Fire, and that will hook you up with the the page uh, that will lead you to the fundraising that we are doing for the uh, for the. Uh, family, the Garcia Torres family that we have been talking about throughout the day on my talk 1071, who lost everything tragically in a house fire just only five days ago. I mean, I just can't even imagine. Right. And just before Thanksgiving, um, and we Six just people we, living in a motel room yeah. right before the holidays. Yeah. Um, and we just want to say thank you to everybody. You know, it, sometimes you sometimes we think like, oh, if I don't have a whole lot to give, it won't really make a difference. But this really does make a difference um, when you think that five dollars could feed, you know, part of a family quite easily. If you have five dollars that you're able to give, that is more than enough. I do want to say that a lot of people have come in to help. In addition to your support, my talk is calling it. Uh, you mentioned uh, in the last segment. My talk has come to the um, to the aid of this family, offering some money for short term housing, groceries, and clothing as well. So, uh, thank you. Spread the word on your social media networks, and hopefully, we can do right by at least this one family this Absolutely. holiday season. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, one of the things we love to talk about on the Colleen and Bradley show is what we're watching on TV. So, we've got a little. Here's what we're watching live. You guys watch a television show together, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, Here's What We're Watching Live. You guys, finally I got to see the thing that I didn't know I needed to see in my life. What's that? It was the Star Wars Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, gosh. From wow. 1979. Like cult classic. Welcome, It Colleen. is. I know. So I know that both of you have had a chance to watch this. I'm sure more than once. No. No? no. Only I, once I don't know that I've you? ever seen the whole thing from start to finish in a theatrical setting. You actually sat oh down my in front of the boob tube and watched it. I did. This is almost as good, by the way, as the Paul Lind Halloween special. That'll be your homework for next, okay. mm, for next year. Featuring Florence Henderson and Kiss. I mean, I'm in. I'm definitely in on that. So here's what I'll tell you. So my friend Zachary, he does this apparently for himself every single year. He does a yearly viewing of this special that aired first in 1979. Um, It aired between the first Star Wars and the second. So what we now know as episode three. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. An episode, nope, episode four and episode five. Um, and uh, they had, 
they were just they had just announced that Empire Strikes Back when they aired this, which is probably a good thing. Because if they hadn't, this might have killed the entire franchise. We might be telling a whole different story. Well, it did from from my recollection of how this all came to be. There was this period after Star Wars came out where people really were sort of, um, you know, it had entered the culture, right? And, you mm-hmm. know, like like we do when something enters the culture, it sort of shows up in all sorts of, you know, there's commercials, yep. there's merchandise, there's this, there's that. And this just seems like one of those grand moments of somebody in a you know, television uh, boardroom going, I know what we need. Everybody loves this Star War thing. What is this War of Stars business? Can we just, let's do some holiday star star stuff with the Star Wars-y thing. Because they didn't really quite know exactly what kind of true historical, cultural major right. impact this franchise was going to have. Um, yet, you know, they, they realized there was something to it. So... Um, just in case you haven't had the great fortune of seeing the holiday special, there is an actual storyline to it. Um, Chewbacca is trying to get home in time for, um, Wookiee Life Day, which is their holiday celebration. Uh, and there's uh, an issue, um, I'll in getting him home. home for Wookiee Life Day. Exactly. Uh, so the whole special, st- I'm not going to do a play-by-play, but I'm just yeah. going to give you some of the highlights slash lowlights. And sometimes they're really the same thing. Um, th- it starts with a full, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say about 10 minutes of untranslated Wookiee talk. Now, as a person who pays attention to the television and how exactly... And how people enter into TV and decide if they're going to stick around for it. Yeah. I'm not really sure what the uh, what they were hoping would happen with that. But if that didn't keep people... I mean, it did... I cannot imagine that people stayed tuned in. Was it worth it for you? Yes. Is this something you're going to want to watch again? No. Okay. But it was... Ho- Once it was, was enough. Horrible camp. There's like space porn. B. Arthur is in B. it. Arthur's doing a in musical it. number. Corman is in it. A lot, as many characters. It's bizarre. And you can find it on YouTube. That's the Star Wars Holiday Special. We've got D-Bags for you when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We've got some celebrities behaving badly that we want to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, And what do we call those celebrities behaving badly? D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag? I mean, I'm not really sure exactly who my D-Bag is. It's like, maybe it's Mark McGrath. Spot the D-Bag, okay. From Sugar Ray. I know, right? It might be Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray, who took $100 from a fan just to make a video to dump her boyfriend for her. But it might be Cameo, which is the agency that makes this possible. So here's the story. There's um, There's this business. It's called Cameo. It's an app where you can pay a celebrity of moderate fame, varying levels of fame, I should say, um, to record a message for somebody in your life. Mm -hmm. Mark McGrath costs $100. You can get Mark McGrath for $100. Well, he agreed for the fee of $100 to make a video for a fan uh, dumping him. 
This was paid by the girlfriend of the fam. So a girlfriend, a lady. She's like my Mark McGrath. My boyfriend to- is a huge fan of Sugar Ray. I'm going to hire Mark McGrath to dump him for me. So he did a two and a half minute video dumping her boyfriend. I don't understand the point of this. Like, first of all, why would you pick your boyfriend's favorite artist to dump you versus somebody you don't or that your boyfriend doesn't like? Right. right? Like, let me. Was she trying to, like, break the fall, so to speak? Okay, so I'm going to just read you some of the words. We don't have to play the whole thing. It's two and a half minutes. Also, I don't know if there's any swears buried in there. I'm just not going to do it. But his her name is Cheyenne. That's who hired Mark McGrath okay. to do this. Brayden is the man who's being dumped. Cheyenne is trying to let you know, Brayden, that it's very, very tough for her to stay in this relationship. She still cares about you a lot, and you know, never know what the future may hold, and she still wants to be friends with you, because obviously she cares about you very, very much. <laughs> She wants you to stay positive. She wants you to be friends. And she knows that you're a big fan of the band Sugar Ray, which I'm honored. I wish I was delivering you good news. Hopefully I can see you backstage and give you a high five someday, dude. And we can maybe laugh about this sometimes. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's not a good idea. The two were allegedly in a long distance relationship and she just wasn't feeling it anymore. And so she called on Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath. Do we know do we know what the boyfriend said in response? No, because this has basically gone viral, which is why I suspect this was all a setup by the app Cameo. Oh, yeah, well, seems totally plausible. Which is also debaggy because what would stop anybody then from doing you know trying to mimic this and that's just a real actually way to break up with somebody. Well, it also it's just Assy because it makes you look like a D bag. Yeah. And if you don't have the cojones Mm -hmm. to break up with someone, then you shouldn't be in a relationship. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, I am trying to look through and see what kind of celebrities. They have real celebrities. I mean, you know, Black China, Brett Favre, $500, by the way. Lisa Um, Vanderpump. Yeah. They've got Dennis Rodman. By the way, Dennis Rodman's only three hundred bucks as compared to Brett Favre's five hundred. Corey yeah. Feldman is two hundred and two dollars. And well, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. So there's not like a market. This really is something they set on their own. I think Carson Kressley's only sixty five dollars. Yeah, he's a steal. He needs to raise his prices. You, he's less than a bachelor. Ben Higgins, Mean Girls, Jonathan Bennett, one hundred dollars. Okay. Titus Burgess. I will say it is kind of fun to shop through these. Yeah. But like, here's the thing I always think. I would never do this because while you, by the way, Snooky $300, while um, it seems like a clever idea, Uh I would never pull the trigger because it's not going to be sincere. Right. It just seems so transactional in a way that's just going to ruin. Like, if you bought this, like, let's say for my birthday and I got this, I wouldn't be like, oh my God. You wouldn't be super excited about it. Um, Not even because Kathy Jimmy really sent me a message. Yeah, but here's what I would appreciate is that for those two minutes, that celebrity was focused on me. Okay, so you want me to get you Abby Lee Miller for your birthday? No, thank you. Okay, Can Norm McDonald. Somebody? No. no. No, this is just rife and hot with secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, the there's a lot thing. of embarrassment it's here. It's just, oh, oh, I feel sad for them, 
Greg Luganus. Is Tom oh, Jones on here? If Tom Jones is on here, I'm for it. No, you no. know he's not going to be on there. You don't he's know. So good for I you do actually know. know George, he's not on there. George Hamilton's on there. Uh, Tom Jones is not on there. Oh, it's a bummer. That would be one I'd get super excited for. I mean, there's got to be at least one person on here you'd get kind of excited about. It's just, I don't want you to spend your money on that. Well, I'm so. not going to, so don't worry about it. Although there are some deals. Is anybody I like on how sale? you're shopping for deals as I'm, if that's going to like. You're making the embarrassment worse okay. by doing that. I got a really good deal on Mark McGrath for your birthday. I mean, yeah. I wonder if there's ever markdowns. No. Probably. Ryan Austin Green is $500. They must set their own prices. This of is ridiculous. Do, yeah. Ugh. Man, there's somebody on here for $3. I mean, I just don't who? even want to. This person named Louis Crown, who has 40,000 followers on TikTok. Oh, you can book him for three bucks. Okay. okay Five star review. Awesome. One, you got $199. You know who you're getting? Food God. No. No, thanks. No. Not worth it. No. $199. No. Titus Burgess for 250 That's kind of cool. Okay, forget it. I'm sorry. I I thought maybe I could find Tom Jones in here and then I'd be There's excited. There's no Tom Jones. No. All right. Well, who's your D-bag, Bradley? Uh, my D-bag is somebody named Metaphysical Megan. Is that her given name? That is not her given name. That is her Instagram account. I want you to go to Megan Metaphysical Megan's Insties because there I want to show you a post that she uh, put up. Now, this was, she put this up back in October. Okay. And um, this is actually similar to something we discussed, what, last week or the week before? Uh huh. Metaphysical Megan is perpetuating the notion, the practice of bum sunning. Bum sunning. Yes, I'm saying bum sunning, but truly. Doorbell. It's doorbell sunning. Do you remember? Hi, come on in. Vitamin D, yes, please. Uh, Whoops. <laughs> you just said vitamin D. Okay. Okay. Um, so, Metaphysical Megan, can you please um, describe for the audience uh, the post from October 21st, mm-hmm. wherein she is displaying her doorbell and um, she also does not just doorbell but yoni sunning well, as well i mean it's kind of a package deal really in okay, I, mean, I guess so you could put like a thing on it here's but. the deal mm. um have you ever heard the expression put it where the sun don't shine yeah well she's shining the sun on that thing. yeah no and, and uh she's what she's doing is she's lying on a rock and she's in i believe in the yoga position happy baby and she's exposing what the sun doesn't usually hit to the sun. And so, she's looking for a good recharge. Yes. Whoa. Godzilla? Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, I wanted to read for you. Here's what she says. For the past few weeks, I've including sunning my bum and yoni into my daily routine. Many of you have been asking about the benefits of this practice. 30 seconds of sunlight on your be- uh, your doorbell <laughs> is the equivalent of a full day's sunlight with your clothes on. Hey, I want you to just think about that, please. Um, taught by Rob Earth, which is this guy who perpetuates, he's the one who's kind of kicked off this doorbell sunning. Mm. Uh, things I've personally noticed in my reality since I've implemented this. Surges of energy almost immediately. Better sleep. 
better connection to my sexual energy and control of my life forces. So I don't much, even know what that means. That means sounds nothing. like Star Wars. So much creativity flowing through my life, attracting my desires and intentions with ease, attracting soul tribe and people who are on the same frequency and wavelength. I'm spending a maximum of five minutes in the morning doing this. Okay. Can we just talk about the obvious here? Five minutes of sun on your doorbell is going to burn your doorbell. That is not... You do not want your doorbell burned. And especially on your Yoni. No. Your Yoni Bajoni. Please don't ever say Yoni 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 Bajoni. Your Yoni Bajoni is going to be Baburni Baburni. That's a tender, sensitive area. And also... Where are you doing this? That's the other thing. In your backyard, like Mabel from well, she you know, doing in her backyard. Your next door neighbor is gonna gonna look over the fence and be like, uh, "Hi, Colleen, what's going on?" Oh, I'm just sending me yoni. Yeah, that wouldn't happen in the city. Let's just put it that way. You'd have to be real rural to get this kind of action. <laughs> she says this is truly more energizing than slamming cups of coffee and is a great alternative to consuming neurotoxic coffee and caffeine. Caffeine is better than sun or sunning your yoni is better than a cup of coffee. Mm. Also quit knocking coffee people. Seriously. What did it ever do to you? Yeah. I just love it's, coffee. Yeah. Tasty. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this is nonsense. But it's not going to stop us from paying attention to those who sun their doorbells. I cannot believe this is continuing to be a thing. People need to arrest these people uh, because otherwise you're going to end up with people showing up to emergency rooms with with their burned doorbells. Yes. Mm -hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do a little D-bag double down because we've got another D-bag we got to talk about on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Sometimes uh, the D-bag gods giveth and they giveth and they giveth. And this is a case on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Where we have just so much D bag, we had to create another space for the D bag. It's a D bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Okay, my uh, D-bag double down today is none other than Bill Cosby. Now, we talked a little bit about Bill Cosby yesterday. You'll remember there were some headlines, and I think, Holly, you did this during a Dirt Alert update where Bill Cosby was speaking for the first time from prison. Do you remember that? Do I remember that? Does Holly remember that? Yeah, of course I remember that thing. I just (laughs) didn't know if you wanted to add anything about it. But but that was the little bit of a headline that we heard yesterday. Today, though, I wanted to go back and revisit that interview because we didn't, you know, we kind of skimmed over. Like, he basically said, and I think the the bit that Holly shared yesterday was that he had no remorse. Right. That when he gets out after, I think he's up for parole in like eight and some odd years. Mm -hmm. And when he gets out for parole, he said, I'm not going to have any remorse. What do I got to have remorse for? I didn't do anything. Because he's Bill Cosby and he doesn't have to be accountable for his actions. Quote, I have eight years and nine months left. When I come up for parole, they're not going to hear me say that I have remorse. I was there. I don't care what a group of people who came along and talk about this when they weren't here. In addition to that, he just makes himself look like the worst person in the world. I mean, which we already were kind of in the headspace of. After hearing the allegations uh, from many women 
against him. 60? Yeah, sorry. But when I say many, yeah. I mean 60, like so many, you yeah. can't count people them with forget, your fingers. People forget, um, you know, what we went through. I think like we have gone through so much since Bill Cosby, but Bill Cosby was the original Me Too story. I mean, here is a man in a position of power who for decades was able to use his power and privilege um, at the expense of women's freedom and bodily integrity, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, anyway, so... Yes, horrible, heinous person. We knew that. Right. But but then he manages to make himself look worse. That somebody after some time in prison may have the opportunity to begin to reflect on their situation, mm-hmm. especially when they know that probably for the better part of the next decade, they're going to continue to be there. Right. Looking out uh, at the world through bars, which I, I would hope would be a humbling experience. Oh, no. Don't you worry. Bill Cosby is not having a humble experience. In fact, during this interview... You know, they talk about how he did have to be faced with um, some violence in the form of a stale hot dog bun that was pelted at his face. Never forget. He uh, has found a community in prison after being moved to the general population unit and wants you to know that he is a, quote, privileged man at his maximum security penitentiary. And he even refers to his jail cell as. Oh, dear. His penthouse. He's taken up uh, to being a frequent guest speaker for uh, prison reform. Uh, There's a particular program in the prisons called Man Up. A number of other program members have spoken highly of him, and he relates this. They call him a political prisoner. Okay, really quick. I I, this what is the best part about all of this is that he's saying this about himself. Oh yeah, no, this is his interview. I just want to remind everybody that this isn't that like he calls a reporter went and talked to people and they said no, no, he's telling us no. Everybody loves him. No, he's letting you know that he is a privileged man at his maximum security penitentiary, referring to his own jail cell in Phoenix as his penthouse. The self-proclaimed, as the story says, America's dad has also taken to be (laughs) America's dad Uh to being a frequent guest speaker for the prison reform group. Um, And again, people refer to him as a political prisoner, a powerful man and a legend. So that's what he wants you to know about his time in prison. Again, 60 women have come forward, and I would just like to indicate to you that if 60 women came forward, how many didn't? Right. Because imagine what it took for those women individually to come forward. So this is a man who has, beyond any anybody, well, I don't want to say beyond anybody, because surely there's somebody who has behaved worse than Bill Cosby, because the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a man who has done that, uh, who was finally given some consequences and is literally behind bars and still can't see his own privilege and thinks of himself as somehow above it is just mind. Well, it's, it's like aggravating, frustrating. Um, you know, it's like, if I'm being perfectly honest, it's really, it's sad on so many levels. I mean, it's sad for me to think about the victims who are hearing this sort of gloating, from him um how they've already got so much trauma in their lives because of his behaviors this is insult to injury yeah it's one thing to say like you know if you were convicted of mm, i don't know i'm thinking of speeding 
let's just say you could go to jail for speeding. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even want to say speeding. I'm trying to think of a crime that you could be convicted of one off that had very low risk in terms of hurting anybody or in, in you know impacting somebody else's life. I could understand where you're maybe carrying a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. Right. But literally, you have serially sexually assaulted, raped women for decades. Yeah. You have ruined people's lives you have changed forever their career their life's trajectories yeah and yet no amount of reflection offers you the tiniest bit of remorse now i know there are probably a lot of people out there who are saying well duh you know he's just obviously a sociopath okay but that still it boggles the mind to me that a person who seemingly had everything like this was not just some guy living under a rock. This was Bill Cosby. This was a person a decade earlier that we were holding up as like one of the paragons of virtue. Well, and that's, I mean, to me, that's part of what this reminds me is I, this sounds so sad, but it is be careful of who you put on the pedestal. Yes. Because he was on a pedestal for so long, so long. In fact, that, the allegations didn't come to light for many, many years for many people because it was an open secret and there was a whole system put in place to keep those voices quiet. Yeah. And then once it did come to light, he's not able or willing. He has been built up so much that there's, he's, he's not going to, back down yeah he can't because i think he would have some sort of psychotic break and probably his head would implode right the thing i was going to say is this makes me think of um jeffrey epstein which unfortunately is somebody who's also not going to have a a moment to reflect well now he's got a lot of time to reflect it ain't here on earth um but it makes me sad because um why did it make me sad i had a specific reason that it made me sad but um i think oh i know because uh, the one thing that might be a little different in that case is there were, and you alluded to this, and we've talked about this many, many times, and I remember just constantly banging this drum. This was a system. It wasn't just Bill Cosby. There were people perpetuating this and making it happen. And the same thing is true of of Jeffrey Epstein's crimes. And that's why I hope that in his case, this uh, Ghislaine Maxwell yep. individual is held to account or that other people are because nobody is able to do this in a vacuum. Yeah. Nobody is able. And if they were like, we've let down society as, you know, human beings. Absolutely. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are going to do a little study of Kim Kardashian. Mm. Get your notebooks. Yeah. Get your notebooks out. There will not be a quiz. However, we will ask for you to write a paper at the end of the semester. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.